Welcome to the PT Legends Podcast, where co-hosts Dave Bess and myself, Scott Carpenter, share our journey in secrets of success. From our humble beginnings as personal training employees of a big box gym, to struggling studio owners that have made every mistake in the book, to where we are now, the owners of a multi-seven-figure business operating multiple personal training studios internationally, and now coach and mentor to fitness professionals in five countries and counting. This is our story, and these are our secrets. Subscribe to our podcast, learn, take action, and build your own fitness empire. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the PT Legends show. On this episode, I'm hosting solo, but I have two amazingly important guests um, I've known them for a while. They've had a big impact on on my businesses. Um, we've got Joe Marcou and Jeff Berlingame with the SOS Dojo. Today's episode is how to get a black belt in sales objections, which is not an easy thing to do. Joe, Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah, and you so- did you hear that? That was awesome. <laughs> stereo. One mind. <laughs> <laughs> and so everybody knows, like so, so. Joe has, has created the SOS Dojo. He's been in the sales game for a long time. And everybody knows my co-host, Dave Bess. Um, so Dave has been in his dojo learning and getting in live reps on sales objections for well over a year. It has been a tremendous impact on the level of sales training we've been able to give in PT Legends. The stuff that he's been through has helped us out so much for us, for uh, gym owners. So it's really been exceptional um, to see like everything that Dave has been able to do over the past you know year or so in your dojo. It's been truly awesome. incredible. He's uh, transformed himself. He like, really as, has. As, as he's transformed the lives of people in his in your gyms, and he's been able to transform other gym owners in their lives in terms of how they run their businesses. It's been awesome to see Dave literally shift in terms mm-hmm. of his mindset on being able to handle even the toughest objections. It's been, it's been fun to watch. Yeah. He's crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. He is. yeah it's night and day. Cause I remember when he was first doing it and um, you know, and it's, and then I, you see him at progressing. It's like, Holy cow, this guy's yeah. leveled up the certainty. And it's a lot of it's those, those live reps and everything. It's what you it know, is week after week after week. And, and I guess also we'll start there. Like, you know, you really stress, the importance of live practice. Yep. Yeah. We have a thing that one of the things that makes us different and a little, listen, there's a lot of sales information that's out there. The difference with the SOS Dojo is we provide it live IT, live interactive training. That's what the IT stands for. This gives you the ability to come in and live it for yourself. And you get live course corrections with somebody who is a black belt level or like Jeff, a sales samurai, so that you can, you can have somebody who, ah, ah, wait, stop, stop, stop. Try that again. As opposed Mm -hmm. to doing it in the mirror or with the family dog, and you're not going to get those live course corrections or even worse. And by the way, this is a problem that a lot of people have is they get together with someone else who doesn't have the appropriate experience. And so you just develop bad habits. It's yeah. like having a buddy in your gym and you're training together. And all of a sudden it's like, dude, why are you trying to do flies with 80 pound dumbbells? Or do you want to kill no. your shoulder? Like, what are you doing, man? So 
like these are examples of well-intended bad bad habits equal like injury and, it, and imagine if you got an injury in your sales process what does that do to your bottom line and the impact that you can make on people so with the combined experience of myself and Jeff and our black belt team we're able to literally time collapse the process for other people to be able to become a black belt themselves and scale their businesses that much faster. And, and yeah. like, ultimately just to, you know, put a little icing on that cake, what that does for people when they go through this program is over time, you're going to see much like Dave, they develop this unconscious competence, right? Mm-hmm. So when we all start out with anything that we've never done before, we are unconsciously incompetent, right? So you go into a, you have a passion for personal training, for example, like you love helping people, you love fitness. And then you're like, all right, I got to sell these people on my program. Never sold a thing in my life. So you have no idea where to start. You start making it up on your own. What do you do? You seek out education through books, through programs, through coaches, whatever it is. And then as you know, time goes on, if you're adhering to that a little bit and practicing on your own, you're going to be consciously incompetent, right? And it's not that it's your fault or anything. It's just that you're not training with a professional, somebody who's done this for decades, you know, and has the results and the data track to prove it that can actually help you be successful. Like Joe is saying, if you go home and you're like, Hey, honey, to your significant other, like, can I train this sales script with you? Well, your significant other doesn't know anything about sales. And if they do, that's awesome. Good for you. Are they great at sales? That's the other question, but it's like, you can train that way you're not necessarily going to get good at it. And that's the problem that we encounter a lot or that they don't get any live reps at all. And they're just reading scripts and then trying to regurgitate it on a sales call. And there's no authenticity. It's yeah, yeah. it's, it's hard. And if, if anybody's done martial arts, it's the same thing. Like you can't learn martial arts from a book. No. Right. And you need, you need to do live sparring Mm -hmm. and holy cow. Like when you have a black belt or whatever, like, I'm in historic mar- martial arts, right? Historic okay. fencing. So yeah, we don't call them black belts there, but but like the difference of one small angle can yeah. make or break a technique. hundred uh, percent. One small thing. And that's it. Like when, I mean, we teach gym owners, right? How to bolt on high ticket, high ticket offers, right? Right. You're selling it for 2000, 3000, $8,000 for short-term programs. And a lot of times you're just this close but you're just missing saying it in a certain way, a certain inflection. You're you don't quite have that. Not even confidence, but conviction, conviction that what you are selling is exactly it. And to get that confidence, to get that conviction where you don't even believe it, but you feel it like you need you need live reps. You need practice reps. You need to train with a pro in order yeah. to have that confidence. Right? And let's face it, Scott, there's things that you can do in your gym you can, people will always say, give me the script. Tell me what to say when, like, mm-hmm. I get this all the time. What do I, what do I say when I, when they say I need to speak to my spouse or they want to think about it? Listen, I can give you guys the script all you want, sure, but <laughs> 7% of the way that we communicate, 7% is words. 38% is tone of voice. And that includes your speed, your cadence. And we practice this 38%, 55% of the way that we communicate is our body language. And so look at what Scott's doing right now. If you're watching this, he's nodding yes, mm-hmm. right? And yet what happens oftentimes is when somebody says, hey, you know what, Scott, like this is a lot of money. And if you're doing this, 
you're agreeing with them. And yes, so, holy crap, man. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're helping you make these course corrections, which at first can seem, hey, this feels really awkward. And then all of a sudden it becomes unconsciously normal and your sales skyrocket. And that's the thing. It's like these course corrections that I'm sure you make, whether, it, and I believe you like your favorite is the rapier when you're talking about different swords and whatnot. Oh, so I love it. I've man. been listening, been listening. And so th this is the whole thing, right? It, it's understanding how to use the tools in the toolbox without even having to think about it. It just, that's what I'm grabbing. And one of the things that we say in the dojo is we're, we would rather you be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. So there's, we tell people, listen, take our information like spare ribs. You keep the meat and throw away the bone. If this technique that we're showing you today, that we're going to get you to practice, if you don't want to use it, don't. You're better off knowing the technique and not using it than showing up and not knowing any freaking technique at all and getting crushed. And I will say on that note too, we do encourage them to be open to trying these things, especially the dojo where it's what we say, the safest place to make mistakes. Absolutely. Whether you make a mistake on a live call with us within that hour where you get in excess of 10 reps on a specific objection and how to handle it, that way you can try it. And if it doesn't, ultimately it comes out of this, if it doesn't feel authentic, then you don't have to use it. But if and it's just because, I don't know, I've never done that before, that is no reason to not try this, especially with uh, Joe and I's proven track record of using these techniques over the last combined 40 years sales experience. Right? And then, like, this stuff and, works. We know that. <laughs> and you said, you know, 10 reps. And it's like with other with the other members in the group, you're, the groups, you're getting literally hundreds of reps in. Yeah. And that's the thing, because you're doing it, you're hearing it, you're seeing it. And like there's, you know, Scott, there's four things. If you want to get mastery at anything, there's four things that you need. Four things. The first thing is a valid environment. Where are you practicing where you can feel comfortable where it's safe? Remember when you were in school? Remember when you were in school when you had either a bully or a teacher, like you were afraid to ask a question in class? Right. Yep. That's not a valid environment. I find the, the for the majority of the school system, it's horrible because the school system is pushing out drones. And for those of you that are listening, you're a leader. And if you're a leader, it's good to ask questions. Doesn't that make sense? So oh, a valid yeah. environment, we give it to you. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. Better for you to make mistakes in the dojo than make mistakes on sales calls, which is why people progress. Second thing you need is multiple repetitions. You got to put in the reps. You want to build a good body. You want to build a better parry right? You, you need to put in the reps and you need to put in the reps with somebody who's better than you at it. And mm -hmm. the third thing is you need timely feedback, what we called live course corrections, like right quick. We, hey, hey, stop. Let's back that up. Let's try that again. And then yep. reinforce the right habit. And the last thing that you need for anything in mastery is deliberate practice. That means don't do it in front of the mirror. Don't do it with the dog. Don't do it with somebody who doesn't have the level of experience that's going to help you level up. Get in a place where not only is it a safe environment, you're with a pro. And those are the four things. And that that's with anything. If you want to get anything, you know, anything, you want to be an athlete, go with somebody who's been there. Go with somebody who's either coached other athletes or is an athlete that knows how to coach. Because by the way, there are some great salespeople out there, some phenomenal salespeople. They couldn't manage their way out of a wet paper bag. They can't coach other people. And mm -hmm. then there's those of us who, and by the way, there are those of us that are still doing sales and coaching because both Jeff and I are still doing sales. 
Let's let's be very clear. We're not people who aren't doing sales. We're still involved in the process daily. Yep. That's that's a big thing to keep. I mean, you just keep your sword. Keep your chops. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and that's been a big thing. And that's that's one thing that I love. The fact that I still own six gyms. Yeah. Now I'm coaching gym owners. That has a lot of credibility and also keeps cool. me sharp. It keeps me knowing and being able to adapt our solutions is so yep. much better. The fact that I'm still in that. Yeah. Um, and same thing, the fact that you're still doing that and you didn't just say, well, I'm just going to teach it now. That's a big, that's, you know, it, you, did, it doesn't make any people, sense. We're never successful in it to begin with. Then they abandon it to go teach it. Right. And they were never really yeah. good at it. They could just like, Hey, this is an easier way to make money. Yeah. And then there's teaching and training and executing. Right. So like we're yep. still doing sales, but we're also still attending our own dojos. Of course. And like all of So we have black belts on our staff that help us with fulfillment. So they're running these what we call dojo pods. Right. These groups of up to 10 individuals that are selling high ticket services. And they're the ones that are professionally trained to execute on this. And they're there to deliver those course corrections and really help uh, these individuals obliterate objections essentially yep. right That's we key. go to those too we still attend the training we still do the research we still educate ourselves because that is what you should do and any business coach should be doing is going to attend masterminds or purchasing additional programs or trying these new things you know and, and ultimately what it comes down to is we understand the statistical analogy of n equals one right it's not that we've tried this one time it worked therefore it is valid no we've tried this thousands of times in multiple iterations in multiple business structures whether it's products or services joe is like very well known in the electric bike industry we've both sold treadmills for fitness companies in the past i've sold personal training we've sold coaching we've sold business coaching we've helped career coaches you know it's like Mm -hmm. name name it like any industry we've been there we've sold there and it's ultimately becomes uh down to this which is that sales is a universal language. It applies yeah. to everything. It is so a like meta skill. It will make you better in yeah. every area of your life. You can't avoid saying, oh, I don't like sales. Tough luck. Like it's like saying, I, I, I just don't like the way humans interact. You know why people don't like sales? Because they hate objections. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Because yeah. the, feel, the, thing. the feeling, the feeling yeah. of, a, of an objection from someone oftentimes feels like a rejection. Yeah. And an objection is not a rejection, yes. you guys. An objection is simply the fact that the person that you're speaking with, we like to call them your guest. They're not a prospect. They're your guest. Okay. Your guest isn't seeing the value yet. So they're, they're within the SOS dojo, we, we do more than just practicing handling objections. We also give people access to the Army of One sales training program, mm-hmm. which helps you reduce, if not eliminate. And I hate to say eliminate because there's no way that you're going to get hundred percent elimination of every objection, regardless of how mm-hmm. good your consultation is there. There is a normal reaction that people have, especially if you sell high ticket that people are going to go, oh, right. There's a little bit of fear. And I just recently posted about this. You can, you can have fear and not do it, or you can feel scared and do it scared. And interestingly enough in life, most times when you do something, when you're scared, the outcome and the transformation is phenomenal. That's why we have a 12-week sales transformation program. If you're in PT Legends, you're helping people transform their physical body. And guess what? After your 12 weeks with that, 
What do you do? You have a sustained program. Hey, do you want to maintain this? Do you really want to feel good for the rest of your life so you can have quality of life to those years that you've been able to add now? Guess what? So what we do is we have Kaizen, Japanese for continual never-ending improvement. Because like you said earlier, Scott, you got to keep the blade sharp. If you don't keep the blade sharp, then what happens? It goes dull. Pulls, it rusts. Your sales drop. Right. It rusts. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. And I, I think to add to the level of fun, because everybody knows a maintenance program is boring as hell and nobody wants that shit, right? Like we're all on the same page. And every fitness business owner is trying to sell a maintenance program of like, join my gym monthly, keep coming to my gym, keep training with me, right? There does have to be a level of sort of gamification. Like, let's make this fun. Let's make this yeah. challenge. How do you get a black belt? Let's provide an opportunity for people to elevate themselves within uh, the realm of handling sales objections, right? So what we've actually done that is super exciting. And this came out of the last time, uh, Scott, you and and us and all the guys yeah. from the fitness business collective got together in San Diego is we gamified. So we came up with a belt system, a belt ascension system. So you literally go through nine levels of that, that matches up to actual martial arts belts here. You go through those nine levels of those belts and you ascend from that white belt to that yellow, to that orange, et cetera, all the way up to that black belt. And what we've done is we've set checkpoints, requirements, and challenges in order to accomplish or achieve those levels of those belts like for example we'll put people on the spot in one of our dojo sessions and we'll just say you need to handle these three objections stacked in a row without a single mistake that gives you that authority that gives you that conviction then if you can do that you can go into a sale somebody gives you these three objections it's too expensive i can't afford it i need to think about it and you've done them and I mean, stacked as in, if we're role-playing, I say, hey, Scott, like, look, man, this is great and everything, but it's just too expensive for me. Then you handle it. And then I come back with, okay, I hear you, but you know what? Ultimately, I just can't afford it. And then you come at that. And then I say, well, that's fine and everything. Tell you what, I'm going to think about it. And you overcome all three of those in a row without making a single mistake. Imagine and a mistake, now. As, and a, think and about that for one second, though. Yeah. Think about those three objections for one second. We hear them a lot. Everybody listening out there, you know that has frozen you in your tracks and you've given up right yeah. when you've gotten any one of those three. Let's not lie. Those are three monsters. Yeah, Where do you we go from it. there? Those and are if, the first three weeks in our program. First three weeks. If, you're, if you're sitting there like, well, can you like, can you share like how, how what do I do? Like that's and, if that's what your mind immediately goes to, like mine does when I hear that. That's why you need that's why you you need to get a hold of these guys. This is why if if you can't overcome those now, this is a very compelling reason why you need to have a conversation with these guys and consider working with the SOS Dojo because we all get them. And just to rewind for a second, what we were talking about earlier is it's better to get the reps in a safe environment where you can learn from them and do no harm and, and get better and learn how to tackle them because we all know, guys, leads are precious. Oh. Leads yeah. are precious. Everybody's gotta, talking about. I can get you more leads. Okay. What right. about quality? Sure, leads you can get me hundred leads time. a month for like twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars. But guess what? Half of them never respond. Right. They might even be bots. Who friggin' knows? Out of those, like the bottom line is, if you get a hundred leads in, if you're doing paid ads or something like that, how many do you actually sit with in consultations? And then how oh. many do you miss? from right. not knowing how to handle the objections because they're going there yeah. are going to be objections that, and yeah, if you're let's selling not something of value like we've yeah. taught you how to do 
which is not just the front end, but you know, us teaching you how to how to keep them for a year on the back end. That's it. That lifetime it. value, the cost of that miss, if you can't handle one of those three objections, the cost of that miss is like at least 15 grand. Sure. How about the spousal grand. objection? How about the spouse objection? Yeah, exactly. and don't worry, we hit the spouse objection on the fourth objection that you learned. So That's it. we stack heavy hitters up front. Yep. And just yeah, the, the point is like imagine yourself now back in a on a sales call. Maybe you had a sales call this week, right? If you had a sales call this week and you encountered one of those objections, like which is probably like gonna happen. I'm pretty sure that happened. Uh how did you handle it? How'd you feel? Like, this is one thing that we address with everybody in the room too. Like, how does it make you feel when somebody hits you with that objection? When you hear it's too expensive, I can't afford it. I need to think about it. Let me just go check with my spouse first. How does that feel? Like you just worked your ass off to get the lead, get them to show up, get them to actually, you know, be in front of you and talk. And then you spent maybe 30, 45, an hour with them. Now, how do you feel when they're just like, eh, eh. and then really here's a scary statistic for you guys. How many objections do you think you're going to encounter on average? This is just an average for especially high ticket sales. On average, how many do you think you're going to encounter? Like, what's that average number? It's five. It's five. five. Wow. Not only do, yes, you have to handle one objection, but you probably also have to handle two, three, four, and five objections total before getting to the sale. Right. And that's scary. That's scary. That makes people nervous. That's why people hate it. That's why people hate Mm -hmm. sales. It's there's a fear of rejection, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's also where I see it. People really fear a hard sale. They don't want to back somebody in a corner. And guys, let me emphasize, like, that's not what these guys do. That's not what Joe and Jeff do. They teach you how to coach someone into taking action, not back them into a corner until they submit. Yeah, people don't want to be sold. They want to choose to buy. Yeah. And that's important because nobody really feels good being that bully. And that's why sales gets a bad rep too. Cause you feel like that's what sales like what I'd have to do. And I don't want to do that. I understand that I'm not that way either. Right. So the cool thing is they're going to teach you these methods and that you're really just coaching someone into taking action, which they need to, they need to work with you. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're in health and fitness in some way, whether it's online, whether yeah. it's, it's CrossFit, whether it's personal training, whatever. What? How are you going to help them if they don't sign up? That's our they strength, by the way. Your audience is exactly who we love to work with. Yeah, so if you're in the health and fitness industry, that's where I got my start in, in just my first job. My actual first job was working at a specialty fitness retail store. And then at 20 years old, I opened up my first store. And then I worked with a company where I merged my company and we went from seven locations to 38 exercise equipment stores across Canada. I can tell you, I mean, I have a passion for it because I still have on my vision board, I want to empower and inspire people to live a better quality of life through the benefits of total health and exercise. I know that line by heart because I've been looking at it for over 25 years. So when I when I get to get on a podcast like yours, Scott, and reach out to your audience, and I, I want to say thanks, by the way, because you've yes. referred people to our, our program. And I've had somebody, but Shannon Logan, if you're listening, on week number two, she 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 messaged me and she said, okay, so I've already got my money back from this program because I just yep. closed at a higher level. Like, it, it's awesome. And and that's why, and, and again, I mean, I know we're here plugging this the hell out of this thing. 
We offer a 100% delighted guarantee because if we satisfy you, it ain't good enough for us. We yep. need to have you delighted or we'll give you your money back. If your sales don't transform, we'll give you your money back. And knock on wood, we've never had to give anybody their money back. That's the point. And so we appreciate your your, your confidence in us because we want to be able to make a difference in people's businesses because they're impacting other people's lives, which coincides with the mission that I have on my vision board. Hopefully that makes sense. 100%. And Absolutely. I, I do want to make one quick important distinction because we kind of hit on this is like people are afraid of the hard sell. They don't want to do the hard sell. So they avoid sales training most of the time. They're they're afraid of the Grant Cardones of the world or the Don, Dan Locks, whatever, you know, like that's not what we're doing. So the important distinction here is this. There is a spectrum that goes from passive to aggressive in the middle somewhere, depending on your comfort levels and authenticity lives assertiveness. So we teach you to sell with assertion. You are assertive. You have conviction. That's a positive thing. It's mm-hmm. not aggressive sales. It's also not passive sales. So there's two things going out there in the sales world right now. Number one is passive selling just popped up, which is driving me nuts. And Joe and I have been talking about it back and forth forever. Uh, this last week, it feels like forever. But you know, the people that hop up there, they're a guru. They've got a couple hundred thousand followers. And they're saying, look, I'm not going to sell you anything when obviously they are. Uh, and then they're going to say like, look, I don't handle objections. I don't do sales calls. You hop on. If you want to work with me, you work with me. And that's cool and all when you're already gigantic. If you are new in the space, if you have less than 100,000 followers on Instagram, this is irresponsible behavior. Like you should not be trying to passive sell. It's not going to work for you. I'm sorry. And then on the other end is the aggressive sales where people are saying, we doing this or not, right? There's there's no essentially what, what we teach is a two-step system of number one, we acknowledge what people say. They need to feel. And feel. Yes. And how they feel. We address those emotions. We address what they say. That's called acknowledgement. That's our step one. Step two is we ask questions because the only way to get further information is to ask a question, not to make a statement. We're asking more questions than we make statements. Okay. This is empathetic selling. We sell with empathy. If that sounds like more your type of selling or something that aligns more well with you, that's what we do. We are not aggressive sales where we're just like, well, what do you need to think about? Scott, what do you need to think about? Why aren't we doing this right now? Scott, what happens if we don't start right now? You know, if we don't start this fitness program, you might die. Speak to your spouse. Who wears the pants in your family? <laughs> like, I mean, like that kind of stuff, yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah, it, no, we don't yeah. do that crap. Also, yeah. I name drop like a, a fitness business where you can learn how to do that. Yeah. But uh, nobody stays in those jobs because they feel like a no. term. That's it. Exactly. That's it. You know, so and I want to emphasize that, guys, because so many of us are averse to sales because we feel it's ethically like wrong. Like it is if you're doing it the wrong way, learning the wrong methods. Right. If if your why is powerful, like you mentioned in your book. And and by the way, I've I've been, you know, if you haven't picked up Scott's book, high ticket for affiliate gyms, go pick it up. I'm I'm you know, I know I'm a guest on your show. I I loved it. I got to start sending you checks, man. I love it. No worries, man. No, it's great. (laughs) And and, and the the, the thing is, in your book, you talk about the power of why. Simon Mm -hmm. Sinek's, you know, start with why. I mentioned it in my upcoming book, How to Be an Army of One in Sales. Start with why. Because when your why is powerful, like my mission statement, that I want to help people live a better quality of life through the benefits of total health and exercise. Well, if if everybody who's listening, if that's your why, you want to be able to help people experience what you've experienced and have a better quality of life, I can tell you that we're in alignment and we don't want to be pushing the approach. We also have a powerful enough why that 
drives us to be assertive because I believe that you're an authority. Like Scott's an authority with PT Legends. Scott's an authority because he's an author and he's been there, right? Jeff's an authority because he's worked in the fitness industry. He's had his own gyms. He's worked in, he's mentored thousands of people. So we're, we're lucky to be able to be working together here and being able to help you keep propelling your why. That's what we want to do. Because when we help you, you're helping us. It's a win-win. Absolutely. So guys, we'll, 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 uh, that's a good place to stop. We're going to do this again. Thanks for uh, having us in, in a few months where we can learn a little bit more and dig into it. And, and guys, let, let me just say to the listeners that, you know, Jeff and Joe, like we, we have used them inside of PT legends, um, personally, and we've hired them and it's been a fantastic experience. And again, yeah, we have legends that are going there because these guys are really the experts in the field of objection handling. Like, no questions about it. I've never seen anything like it. Um, so yeah, if if you have a need in that, check them out. What's what's the best way they can kind of um, find you? Couple th- yeah. couple ways. You go visit. You can go to if you're on Instagram, you can go to Coach Joe Marcu and check out there. Start following. There's a lot of great content that we 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 want to provide you. And then if you're curious, go out check the check the website sosdojo.com. Yep, that's sosdojo.com. And there's a, uh, I think it's labeled get started, but there's a button right at the top and throughout the pages if you want to book a demo call. And it is a demo yeah, call. Come and in for a free demo. What we like to do is be fully transparent. If you hop on that call, you're hopping on with our sales team. We are a sales company, but don't be afraid of that. Like we are going to demo handling an objection and role playing that out with you. That is what we, we provide as far as value on that call. Come so we'll spend the time. We'll figure out what your biggest challenge objection is to overcome. If you're whatever you're scared of, whatever you're failing at, that's totally fine. And we'll work through it with you. We'll role play it out. We can talk a little bit about your sales process. And if you determine this is a good value fit for you and us likewise, then let's consider moving forward. That's how we do things. We don't passive sell and pretend we're not selling. (laughs) That's right. First, first step is earn that white belt. Get on your way to being a black belt. So that's awesome, guys. Joe, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having Um, us. Absolutely. It's been great. And hey, if you got any value from this this episode, go ahead and drop a five-star review. Make sure you're subscribing. Share this with any other uh, business owner that you know that could really benefit from hearing this message. Thanks a lot for tuning into the PT Legend Show, and we will see you next week. Dave and myself, Scott, would love to thank you for tuning in and listening to the PT Legends podcast. You can get direct access to us by joining our free Facebook group. Go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash seven-figure personal trainer. That's seven-figure personal trainer with the number seven. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep on learning and keep on living. Finally, if you picked up any tips whatsoever in this episode that you found helpful, be sure to leave us a review and tell us what you like best about it. Can't wait to see you on the next episode.